Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Of all the shows I missed when I wasn't living in Missoula, Gary Allen at the Adams Center has got to be one of them that I most wish I would have been able to go to. One of my favorite country songwriters ever. Welcome back. Happy Thursday. Hope you're having a phenomenal week. You want us now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Missed anything in the first hour of the show? A fun first hour. And Lake Roush, a Missoula Big Sky graduate, a University of Montana soon-to-be Hall of Famer, an all-time Lady Grizz great. Our guest on Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops are Where Are They Now series, co-hosted by Krista Redpath. Appreciate Ann for swinging by and telling some stories. We also heard from Bryce Carver, the head coach of the Hamilton Bronx. You can find all of it on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by the M Store, the Advocates, and the MSU Bookstore. I've been reading all these books all about the the mind and all these different things that the mind in, impacts. I want to know, though, where as a species we determined that happiness and fun stems from spending an unbelievable amount of money. You, I, I, we don't... <laughs> we're forced to do that. That isn't because, like, we want to do that. Right, but, like... If you're referring to my Disneyland trip... I am. I just want to know why they spin it as the happiest place on earth and every parent feels obligated to bring their kid to this experience and I don't know why. Um, Gratu- I'll tell you. Gratuitous money spending is so dumb. This is, Dis- where, this is where I'm at with weddings too. I think the concept of a wedding to be celebrated into your new life with your partner is beautiful and the accountability that comes with getting married in front of people is necessary. The $50,000 price tag is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's marketing, baby. I know. Why? Why do we let this happen? I'm going to tell you something. If we're impervious to marketing, then why do we still fall for it? We're not. That's the thing. Oh, I am. Okay. <laughs> As you're drinking an electrolyte drink and well, sure, that, energy drink, well, that's why, I, that's why did you pick a, that? That's because I'm a drug addict. Okay. How, why did I pick that? Yeah. Because I know how to read. Because it's the cleanest... Uh, it's the cleanest pre-workout you can drink. Besides water. The reason that I know that is because that's the only pre-workout you can drink and still play NCAA sanctioned sports. 
Allegedly. Uh, no, not allegedly. I know guys that play football in this state that drink those. They're the ones that showed it to me. Okay. So it's like, I, I believe in guerrilla marketing. Like when the dude from the Grizz who drinks that before football is like, you should drink this before you work out. I, I, I'm in. I'll try it. See? Marketing. That's nah, guerrilla marketing, though. It's, it's marketing. Face to face. I'm going to tell you a secret. Who, did, who told you face to face that Disneyland was the greatest place ever? No, can I? You need to let me speak. I'm about to punch you in the face. Uh, I can't wait. I'm not really going to. Disneyland and the student loan. Um, <laughs> Here we go. Disneyland and the student loan business are two of the biggest scam predators oh, on the planet. Oh, buddy. Disneyland, my kids, had, we had planned this Disneyland trip for years and then COVID happened. And so they have the Star Wars area, they have the Marvel area, and my, that is just right up my kid's alley. Yep. So that is why we went. This trip was supposed to be taken and done with two years ago when yes. I was younger, frankly. Sure. And my kids were younger. Right. And uh, it is what it is. We went... We, was it fun, though? It was great. Great. I mean, the Star Wars... I'm just Wars, making fun of you because I know that you're going to be eating ramen for the rest of your life. I'm eating ramen, and I, I mean, I'm going to have to skip some meals. Um, if my kids want to go to college, that's going to have to... They're going to have to have a gap year, I think, after what we what we did there, the damage we did. Well, you know, welcome back. Carol, the Chico's No Sports in studio with us after a week off. Uh, I'm glad you had fun. We did. It was great. I mean, I walked eight miles every day, so I nice. felt zero guilt eating a cheeseburger every night. Hey, that's great. And um, drinking $16 glasses of wine. No big deal. <laughs> it's easier to have moderation when the glass costs the price of like two nice bottles or two bottles that you'd drink at least. Not after the days we had. A, there was zero moderation. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. I was like, bring it on. Uh, well, I'm, I'm happy to have you back. I couldn't, uh, I don't want to go into anything political, but I also haven't been able to stop thinking about the student loan thing because I totally understand the arguments on both sides of the political spectrum. You know, if you take out a loan, you should probably have to pay it back. There's also just the argument of why do we even have things like that? I mean, for thousands of years, usury was one of the most illegal things you could do. Like making a man in debt to you was like, right. Like I sit against God, but I, then I also think though, like my, my girlfriend is a nurse. She works at the hospital and her and several of her friends, they all put themselves through college. Right. So they have, you know, a lot of student debt. And uh, I just, I can't help but think like, why can't we just figure out ways to get people like that to not have student debt? Agreed. Especially nurses, doctors, teachers. Teachers should have zero for sure, student debt. For sure. Right? Like the nurses that can't pay back their mm -hmm. student debt is the stupidest thing ever. Like you now to have the nurse else you're going to die. It seems pretty so easy. So if we want to argue about the student loan thing, I had no student loans. I was... Hashtag blessed. Yeah, None. same. Me too. So, um, hashtag scholarships. I, know, I don't have that, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I was just very lucky. $10,000 does not scratch the surface for most of these people. Right, right. Because the interest, that is what the issue for really sure, should be. right? There should be zero interest on these loans. And that's I right, get, that's right. Then if you finance. You can take a loan, you can finance. A but, whole bunch of money, but then you just pay it off. Yes. Like most of these people are paying off the interest exactly. for 15 years before they start paying the actual loan. And what should happen, and you guys can steal my idea, I don't care. The universities should be giving these loans directly to the students, not going through a third party and then getting paid back. If it takes them 10 years to pay it back, great. They're getting paid back. They're, the money's coming into the university. The students aren't paying ridiculous 
um, interest on these loans and everyone's happy. So take my idea, UM, go for it. I mean, maybe I should trademark it. I don't know. I don't care. If people, if that means kids can go get an education and have the best time of their life for four to five years, go for it. I know. I, I, uh, I was following this whole thing that's been going on in the news and then uh, my gal texted and she's like, guess who just got a bunch of student loan debt forgiven? And I was like, oh my God, that's awesome. And I didn't even know how to comprehend it because I just don't even know. This seems so silly that it existed in the first place, just from that perspective. And right. again, I'm totally not arguing against paying things back if you owe money to people. But uh, Oh, I agree. Fascinating I mean, concept. I, I'm not saying you shouldn't have to pay. I mean, I, I don't, I think that it was a happy medium to totally. get some people clearing some debt for them. I mean, that only helps us. If people have low, less debt, they can buy more things. They can contribute totally. to the um, economy. And there's all there's lots of benefits to it. But I also understand not completely clearing it because there are lots of people like me that didn't take out loans. I don't care. Like If you want to, if they want to absolve all that, great, do it. I, it does not bother me. No one's one now. Chica doesn't know sports. Carolyn, our good friend back in studio. Uh, what else is going on? Speaking of someone who was on vacation, Tom Brady. Well, what's Tom doing? He's well, looking all fancy again. He's looking like glowing. Well, let's talk about that. He took 11 days off from camp. Okay. There are lots of rumors going around. Have you seen the new Tom Brady appearance on LeBron James's talk show, The Shop? No, I did not. Uh, it's pretty funny. Okay. He had takes some out of the side of his mouth shots at... Derek Carr, who was the quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders. It's pretty funny. Okay. Tom Brady also came back to camp. Do you, you're not a pro wrestling gal at all. No. You don't remember Degeneration X? No. They were the guys that invented the, like, the, I can't, I don't know if I can even say it on the <laughs> say radio. It. Now I want to know. They would just, like, scream suck it to everybody. Oh. And it was, like, very inappropriate, especially if you knew what they were talking about. I, yeah. I look back, I was like, when I was, like, 13, I didn't know what they were talking about. I thought right. it was just, like, you suck, you know? Yeah. And then I'm like, wow. I was definitely, telling like, people? doing that. It was, like, seventh grade, <laughs> like, screaming at it. Anyways, he was doing their their move, their famous oh. move, where they scream it. Was it this thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And yeah, we're right. getting in trouble today No, again. we're not. Why do you always say that? <laughs> no one cares. Okay, so, anyways, so, Tom Brady was doing the Degeneration X as he, when he came back from his vacation. I didn't even know he was on vacation. I only saw the tweet saying, Tom Brady's back. And I was like, wasn't he back already? I didn't he was know. gone for 11 days. Okay. There's rumors... That he was on The Masked Singer. Oh, man. This is going to be it, huh? Tom Brady's going to finally get to the end of the football, and he's just going to turn into Frank Sinatra. I don't think so. (laughs) He can't do everything. But I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's just like the timing. But the filming ended for Masked Singer on the 22nd or something, and then he was back the 23rd. or I I don't know the timeline. Wow. So there's all these rumors. Or... You said he got a little glow up. Maybe he got some work done. Maybe he had to get let his facelift settle before he could go back to. I mean, the pictures are just weird. You know, okay. he just he looks so. Does he look like a Kardashian? No, yet? no, no, no. <laughs> see, how everyone's see, these like days. what the. Uh, this is so. This is going to get me in trouble too. But what the Kardashians and the Jenners are doing with all their face work is horrific. It looks terrible. Nobody should do it. Whatever Tom Brady's doing is making him look 20 years younger. Is it? Let me Google this while we're chatting. I'll um, just show you a picture of him. You ha- is it your uh, screensaver? Yeah, it's my screensaver. That's what I like to look at is pictures of Tom Brady with Probably. his 
with his facials. Uh, hold on, my brother. There you go. There's, there's, there's what Tom's looking like lately. Oh my god. <laughs> what? I don't know. He's, That's not good. Just feeling. He's just feeling it, I guess. Okay. Yeah, here's Tom Brady coming back to camp. Yeah, just loving I, it. I think he was on the Masked Singer and he won. And if he, oh, he's doing the suck it thing right now. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Okay, okay. Uh, there's never been a nerdatron that became so cool as Tom Brady. Well, that's why I can't decide if he did the mass singer if it makes me hate him even more because like mm. why? Why do you need to now do that? Like leave something for people, please, for the love of God. Yeah. I mean there's he's leaving plenty out there for people. Struggle, poorness, <laughs> poorness, <laughs> ugliness. Know? I don't know. The meek inherit the earth, right? If you live that good on the earth, I don't know what's going to happen to you after you die, but it's probably not nearly as good as what's going to happen to all the people that live in the, you know, slum villages of India or whatever. Okay. Well, I just think maybe he could chill out. You know? He could definitely He's already chill got out. a... I got to say this. This happened to me with Derek Jeter. This uh, happened to me. I'm trying to think of other examples of this happened to me, but I've had this happen to me throughout my life where I... I, I sports hate somebody. Okay. And they drive me crazy, just like Tom Brady does. And then they get to the point where they've been around for so long that you just can't help respect the consistency to their both performance and just like persona. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm almost there with Tom Brady. I actually think it's kind of funny. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. The hair gel and the facials and the, you know, the, the, Fur coats and I'm never going to be into that, but it is kind of funny and it's also sort of awesome that he's just kind of. The only thing I like about Tom Brady is the time he got drunk off of one glass of champagne <laughs> and dropped the trophy into the ocean. <laughs> That's the only time I've ever uh, liked the man. Um, no, anyway, we'll see. I guess they. This is. Does NBC carry football? Is that? Yes, they do. Sunday Night Football. Okay, so maybe this is a collab to mm. try and promote. Mass Singer and football. And promote and Tom Brady on Sunday Night Football after his playing career is over. Yeah, so this could be a big s scam. So now I'm going to put Disney, Tom Brady, and the student loan business all in the top three scam slash predator, <laughs> financial predators of the United States. Chicken Doesn't Do Sports here on ESPN Radio. It's presented. Uh, by Buff City Soap. You got some Buff City Soap stuff for us. I've got us. some Buff I, I know City you do. scoop for you. I brought uh, I brought some of the soaps. I had four bars of soap in here. I brought three of them uh, home because I needed some new soaps. So What do you think? I love them. I also right. just need some replacement soaps for here, though, to make the, oh, the, I'll the go fragrance. Get some. Yeah, just a few. So today is the Thursday. The Ferocious Beast is quite nice. It's and very the, nice. The Kraken is also very fitting. Yes. We should uh, we should talk to them because we are going to be carrying Seattle Kraken games That's all so true. fall and all winter. Maybe we should have like a little soap you get with your, you know, with, Kraken I love listening. That. Kraken. So Kraken. lather up while you're listening to the Kraken. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's so many options. So many options. All if right, you're listening so to hockey in the shower, you're having a great night. I mean, get crack a beer. <laughs> like, life is good. Okay, uh, so Thursday today, all day at Buff City Soap. Okay. So you have until 6 o'clock tonight. We are airing at 5, so you need to rush over there. Um, 20% of all the day's sales will go to UM Cheer Team to help them buy a uni uniforms, practice gear, and travel expenses. Cool. So go to Buff City Soap, buy some Kraken, not crack, Kraken soap. <sighs> get some laundry soap, get all their goodies, 
and 20% of today's proceeds will go to the UM Cheer. Very cool. Uh, you don't know how much you appreciate the spirit squads at the University of Montana until you ever see sports without them. They are absolutely an essential part of the game, and uh, I'd actually argue some of the most competitive teams that the Montana Grizzlies have had over the last 15 or 20 years have been their cheer and dance teams. They are exceptionally good. If you compare them to the rest of the Big Sky Conference, they blow them out of the water. Are they the Sugar Bears? The Sugar Bears are yeah. the dance team, yes, and the, they are really, really good. I mean, it makes sense because Montana has a dance school, so many of those girls are going to school to be professional dancers, and yeah. so... Uh, that makes sense. And then, you know, Montana won a national championship in cheerleading when I was in college. I think 2006 or 2007. Cheerleading is no joke. Oh, and no, dance. Sure. I mean, that is some serious exercise, workout, fitness. For mean, sure. They're awesome. So yep. if you can support them in this way and head over to Buff City, I'll also share um, the information on our Instagram and on Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports Instagram. Whoa. If you're following, that would be great. What are you going to do when uh, your influencer page becomes bigger than your standard page? I'm going to make some money is what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to be a hashtag influencer. Let's go. Okay. So speaking of influence. Hey. Dennis Rodman. What's he doing? He claimed earlier this week that he was going to go to Russia to bust uh, Brittany Griner out. He claimed he had permission from the United States to go to Russia and get her and bring her home. Wow. Well, I mean, Dennis Rodman is the only American that, uh, to my knowledge, that's ever been in North Korea since the great leader was in in, uh, in charge. So. so do you know the story behind that? About him going to see Kim Jong-un? Kim, yeah. Do you know how that all went yeah, down? Yeah, because Kim Jong-un loves the Chicago Bulls. Loves the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> so they went to Jordan first and said, hey, Michael Jordan, would you like to go to North Korea? And he's like, nah. And he's like, no. God, no. <laughs> And then they were like, well, let's see about Dennis Rodman. So they take, so Dennis Rodman's like, yeah, let's go. So they go and it's like, he shows them how to party and they become like buds. And he, I have to say, if anyone could get Brittany Griner out of jail from Vladimir Putin, I think it could, I have, I had faith in Rodman, but the U.S. government said, no, they are not going to let him go. Um, they're worried that it might mess up the negotiations they already have underway. Mm. Can you imagine if in his second life, Dennis Rodman becomes this like negotiator, like hostage negotiator for communist countries? Oh my I mean, I think this could be a great movie. Unfortunately, I don't think Dennis Rodman is going to have much of a second, uh, second half of life, but wow, I know it is cold. Maybe I, you will actually. It's actually it's people like that that like live the hardest you can live, and then they just live till they're ninety three or whatever. Here's what I've always thought, because you know I have a great personality, and I feel like when you have a great personality, you can like I don't want to say talk your way, but you can get people like this whole Kim, whatever his name is. Kim Jong Un. Yes, he went in there. He wasn't afraid of him. He was like, hey, let's go. You know party in North Korea, whatever that looks like. And he just had a good old time. He showed this guy a good old time. The people that took Rodman there were like, we actually saw him be playful and like laugh and smile. Like you never see that out of that guy. And I feel like, I think Dennis Rodman could go over to Russia, ride some horses with no shirt on with Vladimir, (laughs) talk about, you know, stuff. Stuff. I don't know what. Have a party, drink some vodka. Yeah. And I think Brittany would be on a plane home. I I have 
I have faith in Dennis in this situation. I think he could he could party his way into negotiating. Well, hopefully the vice crew goes with him again because exactly. the vice crew went with him to uh, North Korea. That was startling. I need to, to watch that now because. I it's never watched crazy. it. Yeah. It's crazy. If you want to know why a free press is important, watch that show. Because mm-hmm. that's what happens if you live in a country without a free press. Yeah. Everybody believes the exact same thing, and it's all the wrong thing. Exactly. And no one knows that it's wrong. Right. It's so crazy. Yeah. No, it's... it's I, I went down this sort of wormhole, <laughs> no pun intended, <laughs> and... Uh, read this whole article about how the whole Dennis Rodman thing went down. And I was like, this is amazing. Like, I think we need to give him a little more credit. Yes, we do. Chicken doesn't know sports here on ESPN radio. What else you got? All right. So Netflix aired the untold, the girlfriend who doesn't, who didn't exist. Oh man, I was waiting Teo for this. Documentary. Yep. If you have not watched it, 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 it is so good. It is so bad. I mean, it's so well done. It <laughs> yeah. is just like, as it, that was one of the most excruciating things to live through as a sports fan because, like, when it first came out, you're like, well, man, if that's not the worst part about it and if this keeps getting worse, this is just going to be so terrible. And then it was worse every day. Like, it went from his girlfriend. They formed this whole media campaign, and then his girlfriend dies, and then the girlfriend maybe doesn't exist, and it was just, like, one step well, after the other. Let's re let's take people back just yeah. in case. So he met what he thought was a girl online on That's Facebook. Right. It was really a guy pretending to be a girl who later trans transitioned, uh, transitioned but didn't transition until way later. Sure. Um, and for several years was pretending to be this girl and Manti Teo believed it and mm-hmm. thought, and then at one point faked a car accident and pretended to be on life support and he would sit and talk to what he thought was someone like on life support over the speakerphone and the actual person, well, I forgot Ronnie or whatever his name was. Roni. Roni Tuyasasopo. Was talking to him. Roni Tuyasasopo is from the famed Tuyasasopo family who's had, I believe that uh, his father and three of his uncles all played uh, high level college football and two of them or three of them played in the NFL. Uh, Marcus Tuyasasopo, who's a Heisman Trophy candidate at Washington in the early 2000s. Uh, was also one of the cousins. And then Taylor Tuiasasopo, who played at Montana State and just was a senior this last year, that's Roni Tuiasasopo's little brother. Really? Okay. So I know, I know the brother of the person who's catfishing Manti Teo. We know him well. Taylor Tuiasasopo's been on this show many times. It's, I, w- I would love to talk to him. Uh, it was one of the craziest subtweets I ever saw because I didn't know the whole connection to the Tuiasasopo side. And Taylor just tweeted last Sunday when this thing came out, for everybody that's bugging me, yeah, that's my sister. Because and that's she it. has transitioned now. And yes. then I was like, what is he talking about? And then all the replies were like about Manti Teo. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I well, get it. The, the crazy thing, there's so much crazy about it. The fact that they never met in all those years. Crazy. They never FaceTimed. Um, that he, that Manti Teo really thought he had this girlfriend. But when you, when you watch the documentary, you realize like he is just, he was a Mormon. So he wasn't like trying to get in, in her pants. Sure. You know, he was just like trying to connect with someone and focus on football. He was an extraordinary player. And then the fact that he got, he didn't even get drafted till the second round. And he's still, he's not, I think he's playing, he played a little bit, but. He got hurt a bunch. He could have been. 
Tom Brady. Nah, he was never going to be Tom Brady. He wasn't that good. Oh, he wasn't? He was. Oh. He's pretty good. I mean, he's good enough to start at Notre Dame and be a Heisman finalist and get drafted in the NFL. But okay, he, so then the Heisman thing was crazy because, A, I didn't know the Heisman was picked by sports writers. That's right. So that's interesting because that's sort of like a self-benefiting situation for sports writers, right? Because mm-hmm. you're picking someone and then you get to write about them that's and cover right. it and all that. Okay. Then that Johnny Man... Manziel. Manziel was up for a Heisman. Didn't yep. know that. And then his life has fallen apart. That's right. I mean, he's playing indoor football, so whatever. But Johnny Manziel's doing just fine. Is he? Uh, I can't say too much. We got an inside line of Johnny Manziel. Oh, you do? Johnny Manziel's doing just fine. Okay. Johnny Manziel doesn't care what anybody else out there thinks that uh, about his lifestyle uh, choices. Johnny okay. Manziel's having a great time. He's great. partying like it's 1999. Oh, well, he claimed this July he was going sober, so just a heads up. You, know, you can go sober, still go to the parties. I've, That's been, true. Do, I've been doing it for the last true. couple of months. That's it's very true. fun. All right. Good point. Good point. Um, uh, regardless, yeah. uh, you're talking about all the Heisman people, and Manti Teo was a Heisman. There, Justin Angle and I talked about this on Tuesday. Not from the outrageous and craziness of this, like, you know, this this is sort of a allegory for new age life, right? Meet a woman online, be, be deceived, catfishing, all these buzzwords that didn't exist. Right. So, But Justin and I, though, talked about just the marketing campaign behind this. Yes. And how Notre Dame grasped onto this, the tragedy of this young man's life to try to elevate his his uh, reputation nationally. For sure. And then say his grandmother and his girlfriend died on the same day and he went and played his heart out and soul and then at the end of the game, he dedicated it to them and all this stuff. Which- I've, got, I've gone through this as a sports writer several times in my life because the art of feature writing is to find the central conflict of your features, of, of your subject's life and then write a story about it. How do they deal with the central conflict in their life? But oftentimes, the central conflict in a young person's life is the death of somebody older than them, the death of their parent, the death of their brother, the death of somebody close to them. But I always knew that if somebody was going to tell you that their story is so influenced by a death, you have to confirm that that person is real, that person is related to that person, and that person did, in fact, die. Mm -hmm. I've gone through this with several different stories, and I don't think the due diligence was done, and I think that the lie was perpetuated on behalf of Notre Dame trying to exploit this kid. And And if I was him, I don't like the the whole sue-happy culture, but, like, if I was him, I would burn that place down. Like, that is so messed up that they did that to the kid, and he is just kind of going along with it because he's just this, like, One thing I didn't understand was, um, did Ronnie slash Lene know that his grandmother had died, or was that, I don't know about that part. Because that was one thing I was curious, because he found out his grandma died, and then he found out the, his girlfriend died, but I don't know if he, if Ronnie did that on purpose or was right. like, oh my God, I totally didn't mean for that. And then Lene calls and says, it's me, I'm alive, and has the girl from the picture somehow take a picture with a date and all this stuff. I mean, it is so messed up. But really in the end, this poor guy had such a f- bright future and... I just think, I mean, when you see him at the end crying and talking about how he was made fun of and all the memes, which were funny, by the way, um, you know, it does break your heart. It does, for sure. I'm so cynical when it comes to this because I... You think he was in on it? I don't. Okay. I think that everything that happened to my, Manti Teo is, is terrible. I also think that there's no possible way that we would be talking about Manti Teo in any form or fashion right now or even anywhere close to when he was playing 
the tragedy connected to his life and where he played college football at Notre Dame is why he became a star. He would not have been a star and he would not have been a finalist for the Heisman Trophy had he not been at Notre Dame and had tragic events in his life. If he was playing at any other school in the country, not a, not a Heisman finalist, even if he has the tragedy, but the tragedy plus the Notre Dame is what made him an elevated deal. I also, the reason I'm cynical is that I think that there's this spin in this documentary that this led to Manti Teo's football career being shorter than it should have been. Yes, definitely. Not true. And you don't believe that. I believe that Manti Teo played as exactly as many downs in the NFL he was as he was ever going to play. Okay. Because I think that Manti Teo, again, was a good player. But he is, you have to be an unbelievably excellent player to play in the NFL. Well, the best news from the entire thing, the whole from beginning to end, was that Manti Teo got his teeth fixed. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I mean, what was going on there? He looks so much better now. He so does, he got sure. a glow up, as we like to say. And uh, he looks great. And now I follow him on Instagram because well, he broke my heart. I just felt so sad for him. I, you know, I do think, though, that all that said, the, the, the last monologue where Manti Teo talks about the world taking advantage of him and how he should and could be bitter against everybody and he makes a decision every day to not be, I think it's a great message to people because yeah. uh, how you overcome the slights in your life is what's going to determine your destiny. And uh, I think that he has done a great job of that. Even if it didn't result in sports fame, uh, it's still so busy today. It's still impressive. Yeah. And you know, he's married and has a little baby girl now and you know, he seems really happy and I think he'll have, he's got, I'm sure a beautiful life, but I, I, can't even imagine how hard that would have been at that age, at that, you know, all of that. What I would have loved is for him to have actually gone on to date the girl in the picture. Oh my gosh. I right. mean, that would have been the best, but what are you going to do? Uh, you know, and then the other side of this, there is a lot of humor in the cruelty of humans. There was a bunch of twi- tweets about his end quote. And then the responses to the tweets, especially from like the hardcore guys that are like, bro, like, where's your game at? Like, you get you can't be dating the girl and tell her you love her unless she'll FaceTime you, bro. Like, yeah. you got to figure yeah. it out, you know? But I think that comes from his um, faith, and his, he was sure. very, very religious, and I think he really just wanted an actual connection. Like, For sure. He wasn't trying to, you know, hook up. He wanted... He just wanted to meet someone that had the same values as him and all those things, and he was so busy with football, it was like... He w- he was focused. This is the cra- this is the biggest dilemma I have with the catfishing, because on one hand I do actually think that if you remove sort of the uh, the <laughs> if you remove sort of the uh, the the surface level, you remove the attraction the, the physical attraction to a person, and and you learn to be truly attracted to just their way of communicating, that's beautiful. The The conflict I have, though, is that, yeah, because you see all this all the time with these catfishes. Like, these people really do fall in love because they combine yeah. in each other and they talk so much. And, like, that, what the other person is filling the void that this person needed to be filled that they were missing. Right. That's awesome. But then it's like you are fundamentally living a lie, though. And so then how can, even if you are filling this void and even if you do vibe on everything, then it's like, how do you get over the lie part? You know, like Roni right. said, she said, everything that I was saying, like about me, like what I like and all the right. music I like and all the place I like to go and all these things, that's who I am. I wasn't lying at all. Yeah. 
I mean, I tell love that, but then it's like, okay, how do you get over the fact that it's just, the whole thing is just a lie? I don't, I don't really think know. you can. You can't. I mean, that would be, I don't think one healthy relationship has come out of a catfish. <laughs> just, I mean, we could do some research on it, but I'm pretty True. sure that that. This has to be like the side of the, the, the demise of a species though, right? When you reach the point where you can deceive each other at this level, it's like. It's awful. It's I don't have that. For bad things. I don't have that in me. Like I couldn't do that. To, I'm just too, I'm too, such a good person that I'm just kidding. The I just other, could not, I couldn't imagine doing that. Juan is now ESPN Radio, Chicken Does No Sports. Thanks for being here, Carolyn. Thanks. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Feeling like some 90s country. Welcome back, everybody. Nuwana's Now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Thanks for hanging out with us. Because you are hanging out with us, guess what? We got free stuff for you. Free six-pack of beer and a free sandwich from Warden's Market. All you got to do is text us right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Texter number three. Just text us Warden's, and we'll send you down to Warden's Market, Missoula's oldest grocery store. Any beer you want, any sandwich you want, it's on us. It's all. The, it's on the great folks down there at Warden's. Texter number three, 406 888 We go down to the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. It's time for our Montana State Minute, presented by J&B Restaurant Supply, except for we're not going to talk as much Bobcat stuff as much as we were going to talk about high school football. The greatest play-by-play guy since Keith Jackson and a voice that can make a Wolverine purr. I won't tell you who wrote <laughs> that intro, but <laughs> Ian Laird joins us here on Nuanas now. He... Uh, a proprietor there with JV Restaurant Supply, but also uh, the voice of the uh, Gallatin High School football team and the guy who knows a lot about uh, Bobcat football as well. What's up, Ian? How you doing, my man? I'm doing great, Colton. Thanks for having me on. Oh, sorry, my I had something in my throat there for a second. <laughs> um, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Of course, man. First and uh, foremost, uh, let's start with the Cats for a second because I know that there's a lot of entry coming out of Bozeman right now with uh, Montana State. And uh, obviously a, a tremendous run last year in Brett Vegan's first season. One of the great rebounds we've ever seen from a rivalry game. And, uh, you know, it, it almost came to fruition where one of the great questions I've always wanted for both the fan bases for the Bobcats and the Grizzlies is 
Would you rather beat the rival or win a national championship? The Cats came one step away from from doing exactly that. But uh, uh, there's a ton of question marks coming into Brett Vegan's second season. But I mean, what do you think of this team, and what do you think of just the hype around Bozeman? You're sitting there in Bozeman right now, so uh, what do you think are just uh, kind of the, the narrative surrounding Montana State football right now? Well, I, I mean, if you look at it, we're probably the Alabama of the FCS uh, <laughs> this year. Um, I think everybody we lost was probably the second best player uh, at that position. That's right. So uh, it, it should be uh, good. No, I, I think it's all going to come down to where the offensive line plays, um, how they can protect Malat and uh, whoever ends up being the quarterback there. And I think uh, Afonso's out for a little bit, but we've got some good uh, running backs, or they have some good running backs back there. So, I, I mean, you lose that much talent. we got what, six guys from the last year or two that are on NFL rosters and could make it. So, uh, I mean, that's a lot of talent to lose, but I think they'll, uh, I think they're looking okay. And I think as a, a whole as a team, they'll be, they'll be in good shape. Well, Tess, a minute with a little bit of high school flair is presented by JV restaurant supply. JV restaurant supply is your home for everything kitchen, whether you're a bear or a Bobcat an Eagle or a Scotty, you can score big with J and V. Everything you need for your next tailgate or that big family holiday party can be found in one of JNV's three locations, Bozeman, Billings, and Great Falls. And if you can't make it in, they have a great website as well, jvrestaurant.com. JNV, proud to sponsor athletics across Montana for over 45 years. You can get everything you need for that next event. Just stop into one of their three locations or visit jvrestaurant.com. Let's talk some high school stuff because uh, here we are. The high school football season starts tonight, the AA Starts in Butte with Billings Senior playing at Butte High. Class A, Class B, they have some games on the docket as well, including Hamilton playing Corvallis tonight as well. And then tomorrow, the full opener for everybody, Bozeman Gallatin coming to Missoula to take on uh, Missoula Big Sky. Ian Laird joining us here on Nuanas. Now he is the voice of the Gallatin High School uh, football team. So uh, give us the scout on Gallatin going into year three. What have you noticed about the program, and uh, how has it changed and evolved here now that Gallatin High School has been around for a couple years? Well, the the biggest thing for me is, since I do the, the play-by-play for both the Hawks and the Raptors when they're at home, is not saying Raptors when I'm calling the Hawks and not saying the Hawks when I'm calling the Raptors. I, I, I think the over-under is three times I'll do it. Um, but I think Gallatin's going to be good. They have a really good offensive line. Uh, defensive line is going to be really stout. Their secondary uh, should be one of the best in the East. Uh, but do they have that power at quarterback? Uh, they have a good kid in Dalkey. Uh The Dalkey to Dalkey connection will be going strong this year. Can they score enough points uh, to win, I think, will be, will be key. And really the biggest thing is can they get that one signature win? They almost had it last year with Bozeman High. Uh, came down to, uh, I think they lost by about four. Uh, should have won it, maybe. A lot of fans for Gallatin think they should have. But can they get that signature win over a Great Falls or a senior or Bozeman uh, to kind of put them over the top? Seems like it's been a little bit of a youth movement there, too. Uh, obviously a brand-new high school, but a bunch of young guys coaching out there. That I know they have a lot of guys that were really talented players themselves, you know, J.P. Flynn and Tucker Gates and guys that were standouts for the Bobcats. So, uh it's sort of a changing of the guard in Montana high school football. There's so many young guys that are getting into it. I think it's really good for the game, but how do you think that's impacted Gallatin? How much influence do those guys have? You know, a ton, and I think it's the attitude of it. I interviewed uh, Flynn last week about it, and I 
talk about the success of it's only their third year as a program this year. Their second year, they made it to the playoffs, given it was a, a lower seed, but they made it into the playoffs in their second year. Belgrade struggled uh, to get a program together. Skyview's still struggling. So I talked to him about, you know, the positive of that and, and how that helped. And his first response was, well, we lost the last game, so does it really matter? And I went, oh, all right, there you go. So I think that's the attitude that all those coaches have is we're, it, it's young and it's enthusiastic and, and they're really fired up. You see them running around, but they want to win. They're not used to losing, and uh, they're going to turn this thing around quick. Ian Laird joining us. He is a Bozeman radio play-by-play voice. I actually didn't realize you're back on the call for the Hawks as well, but that's awesome. That's one place I've been in the radio booth with you before calling Bozeman high games as well. So uh, breakdown. Now, it's funny to say, the oldest high school in Bozeman. Uh, what's going on at Bozeman Senior High? Levi Weshi, he always has good teams. They're always really dynamic offensively. He's such a great offensive coach. Uh, what have you seen? What do you think? What have you heard out of the Hawks so far? So it's hard to tell. I went to both their scrimmages, and it's hard to get a judge on that in high school just because players play both ways. And so a sure. lot of the starting defensive line is playing on the offense, and, and so you're getting ones against twos. But uh, I think they're kind of almost the opposite of Gallatin. They're going to have a really dynamic offense. Uh, I think Casagrande is one of the, I don't know, most underrated, but a very underrated quarterback. He's he's really good back there. He's got his younger brother, Brady Katsagrana, is going to be the running back. He's going to be phenomenal. they got some young kids in Harrison that played a little bit as sophomores, but now are juniors that should be really good on the outside at wide receiver. So I think there can they stop people, and can that defense hold some of these high-powered Eastern offensive teams? And I think that'll be the key for them. Ian Laird joining us here on uh, Nuanas. Now, I know that Gallatin is here in Missoula tomorrow night. Where will you be? I'll be at Van Winkle Stadium here in Bozeman doing the Hawks against Helena Capital. We're calling it the, uh, the I can't even remember what it was now, the uh, the rivalry of the West. They're, they're trying <laughs> to uh, regroup from last year because the Hawks came out and lost to Capital in Helena last week or last year and then lost to Sentinel at home. And so they're trying to uh, rebound from that. But I'll have uh, Helena Capital versus Bozeman. It should be a great game. Uh, Capital very good uh, on the line, both offensive and defensively. So last year's game was 14-12. to 12. Uh, Capital win with a, a missed two-point conversion towards the end that would have tied it up uh, and sent it into overtime. So it should be a great game. Uh, it's just – it's. You say it every year, but it's it's weird that it's already here. Like football starts tomorrow or tonight for uh, Butte and Senior, but uh, really kicks off tomorrow, and all of a sudden here we are in the fall. Well, very cool, very fun that uh, you're going to have insight on uh, both of Bozeman's AA high school football teams. Ian Laird, the play-by-play voice for both Bozeman High and Bozeman Gallatin uh, here on Nuanas Now. Thanks for being here, man. Great insight, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk soon, but thanks so much for taking some time today. Thanks for having me, sir. There you go. <laughs> he texted me that I had to get, give him that introduction. I don't think he thought I was going to do it, but of course I had to. That is our Montana State Minute where we'll focus mostly on the Bobcats, but also just wanted to get him on because he is also one of our great proprietors here as uh, in his role uh, at JMV Restaurant Supply. JMV Restaurant Supply, your home for everything kitchen, Big tailgate, big family party, whatever you got. You can stop into any of their three locations in Bozeman, Billings, and Great Falls, or you can visit online at jvrestaurant.com. What's up tomorrow? 
Well, we got a lot of fun guests. We'll get you all set up. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Missed a thing in today's show. A awesome show. Ann Lake Roush, a Big Sky Conference legend, a former University of Montana standout, the 1994 Big Sky MVP, our guest on Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, our Where Are They Now edition. We also heard from Bryce Carver, Hamilton High School head coach. We also heard from Carol in the Chicken No Sports. And we heard from Ian Laird, the play-by-play voice for both Gallatin and Bozeman High School's all of it on the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by the M Store, the Advocates, and the MSU Bookstore. Tomorrow, I'll be hanging out at Canyon River all day. I don't know exactly who we're going to get, but we'll at least hear from Greg Sundberg from the Grizzly Scholarship Association, Travis DeCure, University of Montana men's basketball coach, perhaps Doug Fraley, the new track coach at Montana, and Chris Chinovitsky, Grizz Soccer. We'll see you then. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia when you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore. You can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.